Welcome to Twisted Tales of Madness and Murder Presents American Skin This tale begins in the middle of the desert on a hot sunny afternoon. A white station wagon with a collection of moving boxes and various sized luggage strapped to the top speeds down a long empty two-lane road that's surrounded by nothing but desert on both sides. Inside the car sits five 18-year-olds, each preoccupied with their own activities. Rob, a muscular jock wearing jeans and black t-shirt, sits behind the wheel, focused on the empty road ahead. Allison, dressed in a red tank top and white shorts, sits in the passenger seat with her head buried in a cheesy romance novel. Kyle, who uses his faded Rob Zombie concert t-shirt to wipe the sweat cascading down his face, sits in the back seat. He is jammed between Rebecca, her arms covered in tattoos, dressed in cut-off jean shorts and a white t-shirt, listening to music on her headphones, and Jennifer, wearing a casual, flower-pattern sundress, with her head against the window, sleeping. Kyle, annoyed, stares out the window, shaking his head. I'm telling you, right now, this doesn't look like the right way at all. I can't even tell you how many hours it's been since we passed another car. Rob glances back at Kyle in the rearview mirror. How the hell would you even know what the right way looks like? How many times have you driven to Phoenix? What you need to do is sit back and relax. We followed every direction that guide the gas station told us. He said that it was a shortcut so it wouldn't be that busy. Kyle holds up his phone. When my phone doesn't have any fucking service, that means we're fucking lost. Rob just shakes his head and goes back to watching the road as Kyle leans back in his seat and glances down at Rebecca's leg, then slowly and casually slides his hand onto it. Rebecca turns her head, looking at Kyle with a smile, then slaps him ah! across the face. What the fuck? Rebecca puts her finger in his face. Put your fucking crumb-grabber hand on me again, and I will tear it fucking off and shove it up your asshole. Kyle quickly jerks his hand off her leg and uses it to rub his cheek that is already turning red. (laughs) You've got yourself some serious hostility issues, babe. Go fuck yourself. Rebecca gives him the finger and lays her head back, closing her eyes, as Kyle catches Rob watching him in the rearview mirror. Hey, man. How much longer before we can stop? I could totally fill two water bottles with the amount of sweat coming off my nuts right now. Allison, irritated, looks back at Kyle. Oh my god, you're so nasty. Why don't you do us all a favor and keep the current state of your testicles to yourself? Allison goes back to her book. Oh, excuse me for being uncomfortable. Kyle taps Rob on the shoulder. Could you please try the stereo again? What's the point? It's just going to be more static, or some crazy man preaching. Kyle glances at the ancient tape deck stereo. Oh man, how is it possible that the most sought-after high school quarterback in the nation is stuck driving this dilapidated piece of dog shit? We should totally be rolling in some tricked-out Land Rover with spinners and a sick stereo system. You're telling me none of these college recruiters that have been creaming their jeans for you never offered to hook you up? Sure they did. I had countless offers, but that shit is illegal. Kyle rolls his eyes. Are you fucking serious? 
That doesn't seem to phase any of the other players reaping the rewards. I'm telling you, you need to grab yourself a slice of the pie while you still can. Allison looks back at Kyle. What do you mean, while he still can? It's not top secret that football is a tough game. Shit happens all the time to these all-star players. Their careers are over before they even begin. Allison stares at Kyle in disbelief. Why the hell would you even say that? Kyle just shrugs his shoulders. I'm just being realistic. Rob puts his hand on Allison's leg. Don't worry, baby. I don't plan on getting hurt anytime soon. Rob looks back at Kyle. Thanks for your support, dick. All I know is that if I was in his shoes, I would be dressed to the nines and driving badass rides. <laughs> Guess what, Kyle? You're not Rob. You're not even close. <laughs> Ouch. Allison smirks. <laughs> I'm just being realistic. You know what? I should have just stayed at home. I could totally be smoking weed and hooking up with some milk from Tinder right now. Oh, I so wish you would have stayed home right now. In fact, why the hell did you even come along? Isn't it obvious? Pussy, of course. Excuse me? When Rob told me he was driving you and two of your friends over to Phoenix, I figured I might have a chance of scoring myself a trip to snatch in a box with one of your friends. Kyle glances over at Rebecca, who still has her eyes closed. But that obviously isn't going to happen. I mean... This one seriously needs to lighten up and pull out the flagpole she obviously has shoved up her ass. Kyle looks at Jennifer. And that one? I don't even think is alive for Christ's sake. She's been passed out since we fucking left. Kyle studies her, then shrugs his shoulders. However, if she has kicked the bucket, my chances would definitely improve with her. Granted, I would have to do all the work. Allison turns around, disgusted. Can we please just drop his disgusting ass to the top of the car? <laughs> I told you, he's an acquired taste. Suddenly a red, rusty van, with a majority of its windows blacked out with black spray paint, comes speeding up behind the station wagon, blasting its horn. What the fuck is this guy's problem? Allison looks back at the van as it rides right up on their bumper. What's he doing? Rebecca takes her headphones off and looks out the back window. Did you cut him off or something? I didn't do shit to him. Kyle scrutinizes the van as it continues honking. Damn. And I thought you were driving a piece of shit, Rob. Just let him go by. Rob pulls over to the shoulder, making room as the van swerves to the side and drives up alongside them. Kyle reaches past Rebecca and rolls down the window. Um, what do you think you're doing? This guy is totally getting a little balloon knot action. Balloon. Kyle suddenly gets up, pulling his pants down and sticking his ass out the window, spreading his cheeks as Rebecca leans as far back as she can. Oh my god. Allison looks back in shock. What the hell is wrong with you? Don't do that! Rob looks back at Kyle. Get your fucking pants back up and sit down. Kyle flops back down as Rebecca quickly rolls up the window watching the van pull around in front of them. What is... The van suddenly slams on its brakes, and Rob jerks the wheel to the right, swerving off the road and into the desert, straight toward a large rock. Rob is unable to stop, and slams into the rock, crumbling the front end of the station wagon, and sending the boxes and luggage hurtling through the air. 
Rob, still gripping the steering wheel, looks over at Allison, her body settled against the door. Allison, are you okay? She slowly raises her head. I think so. (sighs) Rob turns toward the back and finds Rebecca laying on top of Kyle, and Jennifer still leaning against the door. You guys okay back there? Kyle, with a smile, stares at Rebecca's breasts that are resting on his chest. Would this be a bad time to say, I'm totally sporting some serious wood right now? Rebecca pushes herself up. Ugh, you're such a degenerate. Jennifer slowly lifts her head up and looks around the car. What happened? We get a flat or something? Kyle sits up and looks at Jennifer. You gotta be shitting me! There's no way you could have slept through all that. Through all what? I took a midnight earlier? The stuff knocks me out. Allison looks back at Kyle. This is all your fault, you asshole! If you hadn't pulled your stupid little stunt and provoked him, he would have just drove by and left us alone. Kyle points his finger at her. Don't you even try blaming me for this. That guy had a hard-on for us from the get-go. Maybe if Rob wasn't driving like he was part of some geriatric parade, we never would have ran into that chode lick. Screw you. I was driving the speed limit. Allison leans forward and peers out through the window and layers of dust that have encased the car. I can't see anything out there. Is he gone? Rob turns the wipers on, but it doesn't help. I can't tell. Who are you guys talking about? Uh, Just the psycho freak that ran us off the fucking road. Rebecca nervously points out the side window. The van is right there. Allison and Rob both look out the side window as a gust of wind sweeps through, clearing the dust and revealing the red van idling on the side of the road. Why won't he just leave us alone? Rob looks at Allison. Hey, it's gonna be okay. Just relax. Relax? How the hell am I supposed to relax? We, we don't even know what he wants. There's only one way to find out. What are you talking about? Rob reaches under his seat and pulls out something wrapped up in a white towel as Allison watches him intently. What is that? Rob ignores Allison as he unfolds the towel, revealing a black handgun as Kyle slaps the back of the seat. (laughs) Oh, now we're talking some wild, wild west shit. Wait, wait a second, Rob. What are you planning on doing with that? (laughs) I assure you, he ain't gonna be baking no cake with it. Rob looks back at Kyle. Shut up. Rob turns to Allison. I'm not going to sit here and be intimidated by that piece of shit. They might be able to jerk other people around with these games, but not me. They picked the wrong fucking car today. I really don't think that's a very good idea. Uh, Why don't I just call the cops and we'll let them deal with this asshole? Allison digs through her purse and pulls out her phone, dialing 911. That's all fine and dandy, Allison. But what if the cops don't get here in time and this freak show decides to kill us? Again? Rebecca looks at Kyle, confused. What? He would technically be trying to kill us again, since he already tried once by running us off the road, remember? Ugh, just shut your mouth. Jennifer looks at Allison as she squeezes her phone in frustration. Mm. What's wrong? I had a signal for a second, and it looked like it went through, but then the call dropped, and now I have nothing. Jennifer looks down at her phone. No signal here either. What do you expect? Do you see a cell tower anywhere out here? 
The only way you might get a signal is if you're able to get up high on something or you just have dumbass luck. The van suddenly revs its engine, coughing up a cloud of smoke from its tailpipe. I've had enough of this guy's bullshit. Rob opens the door as Allison grabs his arm. Baby, please don't go out there. Just, just stay in the car, okay? Rob holds the gun up. If he wants to play games with us, then I've got just the game for him. Jennifer looks at Rob. Hey, Rob, I'm with Allison on this. I don't think it's such a good idea going out there. It's safer in here. Kyle waves his hand in front of Jennifer's face. Why don't you just go back to sleep? Jennifer glares at Kyle as he reaches past Rebecca and opens the back door. Ooh, this prick is gonna shit a brick when he sees who the hell he's been fucking with. Rob looks at Allison with concern. You guys just stay in the car. I'll be right back. Rob gets out of the car, followed by Kyle, and they stand next to the station wagon, watching the idling van. So, what are you gonna do? Rob, with the gun down by his side, takes a step toward the van. Oh, you're a real tough guy hiding in your van. Why don't you come on and face me like a fucking man, you pussy? The van revs its engine as Rob, raising the gun up, takes another step toward the van. Do you really want to fuck with me right now? The van revs its engine, then speeds off, as Rob, shaking his head, watches it disappear down the road. Chicken shit. Rob walks back to the car as Kyle runs out into the road and does several half-assed karate-style kicks. <laughs> you better drive off, bitch! You're so lucky I didn't get a chance to van damn your sorry ass and knock your limp dick in the dirt! Kyle does one more kick, then grabs his groin. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I think it just tore my sack. Kyle, rubbing his groin, limps back to the car as Rob walks to the front, assessing the damage. Allison and the others get out. What happened? Where, where did he go? Like I thought would happen. Drove off. Rob kneels down in front of the car and looks underneath. Is the car okay? Rob, sighing, leans back up and rests on his knees as he brushes the dirt from his hands. Hope y'all packed your walking shoes. What's wrong? The front axle, it snapped right in half. Jennifer stares at Rob. So we can't drive it? Rob, shocked, looks up at Jennifer. What part of broken axle don't you understand? Allison kicks at the dirt, then cups her hands around her face in frustration. This isn't happening! This was supposed to just be a simple road trip. Rebecca turns to Rob. So, if we can't drive the car, then what do we do? Rob stands up and gazes out at all the boxes and luggage scattered around them. For starters, I suggest we pick up all this shit and get it back on top of the car. Rob points out at the road. Then hope somebody happens to drive by. Rebecca looks out at the road, then back at Rob. Somebody drive by? Are you serious? You know as well as I do that the chance of that happening is slim to fucking none. So we gotta have some kind of other plan. Well, since our phones don't work out here, calling a tow truck is out of the question. So our only real option would be setting out on foot and hopefully finding a gas station or something. Hopefully? Well, what if we run into that asshole in the van again? 
Rob holds the gun up. Then I'll deal with him. I hate to burst your little bubble, but you do realize you're not the only one in the world with a gun, right? Uh, I mean, that guy could have one or gone home and got one by now. I don't know what to tell you, Allison. If you have a better idea, I'm all ears. Kyle walks over to the edge of the road and looks off into the distance. Uh, Houston, we might have a problem. Something is coming. Jennifer turns to Kyle. Is it the van? I can't tell. It's still too far away. Rob motions toward the car. Okay, everybody on the other side of the car. Rob ushers the girls behind the car, then looks over at Kyle. That means you too. Kyle hurries over and joins the others. Is it the van or not? Rob stares at the road. Can't tell yet. Rob leans his elbows down on the roof of the car and steadies the gun, aiming it at the empty road when a dingy white pickup with more dents than straight parts on its body slowly rolls to a stop in front of him. Rob relaxes his arms. Eh, it's not the van. Rob quickly sticks the gun in his pants and covers it with his shirt as he steps out from behind the car. Katrina, in her 40s, wearing a pair of worn-out, paint-covered overalls with her curly black hair pulled back in a crudely done ponytail, climbs out of the truck. Katrina surveys the desert landscape, littered with boxes and luggage, then at Rob as he walks toward her. What in the world are you kids doing way out here? We were on our way to Phoenix. Katrina laughs, then taps the side of her head. Phoenix? <laughs> I'm guessing your IQ is just a little south of dumbass. Rob, insulted, stops short of the truck. Excuse me? You're going in the total opposite direction on a road that basically goes nowhere. Are you serious? Kyle walks out from behind the car. I, I told you this didn't look right. Katrina glances over at the station wagon and its smashed front. Oh, you do know you're supposed to avoid big rocks, right? Rob looks back at the damage, then at Katrina. Wouldn't have hit the damn thing if this asshole in a red van hadn't run us off the road. Katrina just shakes her head. I wish I could say I'm not surprised, but unfortunately, that's the desert for you. That's the desert for you? So we're just supposed to let it go and not do anything about it? Katrina just shrugs her shoulders. Sure. You can waste your time calling the cops and waiting forever for them to finally get out here. But then there'll be basically nothing for them to do. Katrina looks around. There is no way they'll ever catch whoever did this to you. Rebecca steps up next to Rob. But they tried to kill us! Katrina looks at Rebecca in surprise. No, oh, please. It was probably just some drunk kids out having fun. I guarantee you, they weren't trying to kill you. It's over now and you all seem fine. I'm sure by now those kids are either passed out or hunched over a toilet, sick as shit. Well, I'm certainly glad you came along or we might have been stuck out here all day. Would you mind giving us a lift into town? Normally, I would have no problem doing that. But unfortunately today, I'm loaded up with supplies that have already been out in the sun long enough. Katrina looks back at the passenger side seat of the truck. I'll tell you what I can do. I can give one of you a ride back to my place just a couple more miles up the road, and you can use my phone to call whoever you need. Rob throws his hands up in relief. You're a lifesaver. Rob walks toward the truck, 
but Allison stops him. Wait a second, what? You're just gonna leave us here? Rob turns to Allison as Katrina makes her way to the truck. You heard her. Just a couple miles up the road. You'll be fine till I get back. You don't even know this woman. She could be crazy. Rob smirks at Allison. Please, did you get a look at her? She's some kind of hippie artist. She's harmless. I ain't got all day. I've got to get this paint out of the heat. Rob discreetly hands Allison the gun. Something happens, just use this. Allison pushes it back. I don't want that. Take it. It'll keep you safe. Allison reluctantly takes the gun and conceals it. All right. Last chance. I'm leaving with or without you. Rob looks over at Kyle. Try and get all this stuff strapped to the top of the car again. All of it? It's not... It's not even my crap, man. Just do it. Rob hurries over to the truck and opens the passenger side door, only to find that the seat is covered with junk as Katrina gets in and fires the engine. Katrina glances at Rob. I just shoved that shit on the floor. Rob carefully slides the stuff off the seat onto the floor and sits down as Katrina looks out at the others. He'll be back in two shakes of a lamb's tail. Katrina gives them a wink, followed by a wave then pulls out onto the road as Allison watches the truck disappear around a bend. Kyle walks over to an open suitcase and grabs a red thong and holds it up. Holy shit! Which one of you wears this? Rebecca storms over and snatches the underwear out of Kyle's hand. An hour has passed and Rebecca is lounging in the back seat of the station wagon with her feet hanging out into the sun, listening to music. Jennifer and Allison are both in the front seats reading books as Kyle, drenched with sweat, struggles to drag the last suitcase toward the station wagon. He finally reaches the car and tosses the suitcase on top with the others, then looks in through the window. Whew, that's the last one. Allison closes her book and looks at her watch. It's been over an hour. He shouldn't have been gone this long. Jennifer closes her book. I wouldn't worry. I'm sure he's just waiting for the tow truck. I think we should walk to that lady's place. She said it was only a couple miles up the road. Rebecca pulls her headphones off. I'm game for that. Maybe they'll have some food. I'm starving. Kyle holds his hands up. Okay, everybody. Let's just slow it down a bit. Rob wanted us to wait for him at the car. You can't just go traipsing off willy-nilly and shit. Allison gets out of the car, followed by Jennifer. <laughs> I just busted my ass picking up all the luggage and shit, with no help, mind you. And now you want to hike several miles in the scorching heat on a blacktop road to some unknown location? Allison looks at Kyle. That's exactly what we're going to do. You don't want to go? Feel free to stay here. Rebecca gets out with her sweaty white shirt pressing against her chest, revealing her nipples. Actually, I think it would be breast. I mean, best, if I went with you guys. Allison walks down the road at a brisk pace, with Jennifer next to her and Rebecca close behind. Kyle quickly follows them. It's been 30 minutes, and Kyle, with his shirt wrapped around his head, shuffles behind Rebecca. Allison stops and points at a couple buildings in the far distance off a dirt road. 
On the opposite side of the dirt road are several large collections of rocks. I'm gonna guess that's the place. Jennifer looks around at the barren landscape. Are you sure? Unless you see another place out here in the middle of nowhere. The group, sweaty and hot, walk up the dirt road toward the buildings and find the white truck parked next to one of the buildings, a kennel with two dogs inside who bark at the teens. Now who the fuck are you? Allison and the others, startled, spin around to find Barrett in his 40s, wearing a collection of mixed-matched ragged clothing, sporting a scruffy salt-and-pepper beard, and carrying a string of dead rabbits over his shoulder. He raises a shotgun and aims it at the group. You all think you can just sneak on up here and try stealing my shit right out from under me? Oh, I got news for you. That just ain't gonna happen. Kyle throws his hands up. Holy fuck, dude. Just slow it down. We're just looking for our friend is all. Barrett looks Kyle up and down. Your friend, you say? Listen here, you little pisshead. That's a line of bullshit. You think I was born yesterday or something? Barrett steps toward Kyle, sticking the barrel of the shotgun against his chest. Well, do ya? No, sir. Then why would I believe this yarn you're all telling me about how you're looking for your friend then? What would he be doing all the way up here? Allison points toward the truck. Our friend got a ride with the lady who drives that white truck over there. She said that he could use the phone. Barrett looks at the truck, then back at Allison. Is that so? Yes, sir. That is what she said. Ah, you all must be talking about my sister then. If she's the one that drives that white truck, yes. Barrett looks over at the building. Hey, woman, get your fat ass out here. Or some folks say they talked with you. Everybody looks up at the building as Katrina, irritated, swings the screen door open and steps out onto the porch, glaring down at the barking dogs. Will you shut the fuck up already? I can't work with all this noise. The dogs stop barking as Katrina looks out at Barrett. Now what the hell is the problem down there? These youngsters here say you gave one of their friends a ride, that true? Allison waves at Katrina. Hello? Remember us? Katrina steps to the edge of the porch and raises her hand to shield her eyes from the sun as she looks at them. What in the world are you all doing up here? That tow truck should have already skipped you up and had you on your way. What are you talking about? What tow truck? The one that your friend called. Katrina looks at her watch. Shit. That was over two hours ago now. So you haven't seen him since? He said something about going down to the main road and waiting for the tow truck. That's the last I saw of him. Jennifer turns to Allison. What if he ran into that guy in the van? Allison looks back at Katrina. I really hate to impose on you, but could I please use your phone? Please. It's no trouble at all. However, it has been acting up a bit today, so you might have to wait. Your friend was lucky that it was working. Rebecca leans close to Allison. Maybe it would be best if we just walked into town. I don't know about anybody else, but the vibe around here isn't the greatest. Jennifer whips around to face Rebecca. Are you kidding? You want to walk 20 miles? Why don't you all come on in and get yourselves out of that sun for a bit? It's terrible what those rays can do to a person's skin. 
I can get you all some water and we can check that phone. Katrina walks back into the building as Barrett lowers the shotgun and gives Kyle a smile, revealing his blackened teeth. Well, what are you waiting for? Some kind of fancy invitation or something? We'll be right there. Barrett tosses the shotgun over his shoulder and walks toward the building with the rabbit carcasses bouncing off his back. Allison looks at Rebecca, Kyle, and Jennifer. We're just going to go in and use the phone and then leave. Allison turns and walks toward the building with the others, but Barrett at the top of the steps stops them. Hey, mind that uh, patch of reddish dirt there? The damn dogs got themselves a hold of some critter last night and tore it up good. <laughs> Couldn't tell the arsehole from its head. Barrett looks down at everybody's shoes. I'd really hate to see any of you get that muck on them fancy shoes you're all wearing. The dogs stare at Allison and the others, growling. Thought you were told to shut the fuck up already! Barrett smacks the front of the cage with the shotgun. The dogs slink to the back of the cage and cower, and Barrett turns back to the group. <laughs> I don't give two fucks what you say, but the threat of violence always works. <laughs> Barrett walks into the building as Allison and the others step around the patch of red dirt, then make their way up the stairs. Maybe we could just have them call for us, and we could stay out here? Allison looks back at Rebecca. Jesus, Rebecca, relax. Rebecca turns to Kyle, who is standing in an awkward position. What do you think? You think this is a good idea? To be honest with you, I don't really give a fuck, because I gotta take a shit something fierce, so I hope their toilet works. I've been prairie dogging since that hillbilly shoved that gun in my face. Rebecca sighs as Kyle reaches back and pushes against his pants. Allison walks in only to find herself inside of a 50s-style diner, covered in layers of dust and cobwebs. Several tables have been pushed up against the wall, with chairs stacked on top of them, next to a couple empty booths with vintage bottles of ketchup and mustard still resting on top. An old-style jukebox sits against the far wall, right below a framed photo of Elvis. Jennifer walks in with Kyle right behind her as Rebecca stands, clutching, holding her headphones. Just outside the door, Barrett flops the collection of dead rabbits down on a sagging counter as Katrina comes walking out of the back room. These bad boys got some good meat on them. We get... Um, excuse me? Kyle urgently pushes past Jennifer and Allison to the counter. Sorry about interrupting you, but I've got to use the bathroom in the most urgent way. Barrett looks down the hall, then at Kyle. Down the hall, last door on the left. Kyle walks cautiously but quickly down the hall and disappears into the bathroom as Katrina glares at Barrett. So can we still use your phone? Katrina picks up one of the rabbits. Hmm, I guess it just isn't your day and all. Just checked it, and the damn thing is down. Katrina grabs a dirty, rusty pot and slides it under the rabbit, then picks up a knife off the back counter. She drives the knife into the dead bunny's belly and slices it open, dropping all the insides into the pot. Jennifer, gagging, quickly looks away. Jesus. Katrina looks up. Oh, let me guess. You must be one of those people that don't want to know how the food gets to your plate. 
I'm a vegetarian, actually. <laughs> Even worse. Katrina glances at Rebecca. You plan on coming in, dear? Rebecca looks out at the desert, then back in at Katrina. I'm fine standing here. Kyle sits on a toilet, wiping the sweat from his face with his shirt as an old bathroom fan struggles. Oh, what the fuck did I eat? Kyle reaches over and pulls a window up, staring out in horror when he spies the red van parked just outside. Holy shit. Katrina gives Rebecca a concerned look. I really have no desire to air condition the entire desert. Rebecca stares at Katrina. Uh, sorry. I'll just go ahead and stay out here then. Rebecca grabs the door handle. I think it would be best if you just came inside, dear. Barrett raises his shotgun, aiming it at Rebecca. Get the fuck inside before I ventilate that pretty face! Rebecca slowly steps into the building and glances over at Katrina as she slips on a gas mask, then at Barrett, who is doing the same, then at Allison. Allison, scared, focuses on Katrina. What are you doing? Surviving. Katrina reaches back and pulls a lever, and all at once, the room fills with a greenish smoke as Allison digs the gun out of her purse and aims it at Katrina. Jennifer staggers around as she looks at Allison. Shoot her! Allison watches Jennifer fall to the floor, then finds it hard to keep her eyes open as she drops the gun. What's happening? Allison stumbles backward, falling into one of the empty boots, knocking bottles of ketchup and mustard onto the floor. Kyle, with his shirt up around his face, comes sprinting out of the hallway and slams into Rebecca. <laughs> shoving her out the door. Kyle and Rebecca come crashing out of the door, landing on the porch and sending the dogs into a barking frenzy. Kyle grabs hold of Rebecca. You gotta get up! Rebecca, coughing and struggling to breathe, gets to her feet, dropping her headphones. We can't leave Allison and Jennifer! We don't have time. Kyle pulls Rebecca down the stairs. Katrina reaches back and pushes the lever up quickly, sucking the smoke out of the room. She pulls her mask off and walks around the counter, glancing down at Allison and Jennifer passed out on the floor. She tosses the mask on the counter. Mm, well, that could have gone smoother. What were you thinking letting him go to the bathroom? Barrett pulls his mask off. I figured we literally didn't want to be cleaning a bunch of shit up off the floor. Well, the next time you feel like thinking, punch yourself in the fucking face and save us all the trouble. Better not talk to me like that. Remember what Mum always said? I don't give two squirts of piss about what that old cunt used to say. If she had any fucking smart, she would have saved all of us the hassle and smothered your stupid ass in the crib. Katrina looks out the door, then back at Barrett. How long you plan on standing around with your thumbs shoved up your ass while those two get to the main road? Barrett watches Kyle and Rebecca as they run. They won't be making it to the main road at all. I'll make sure of that. Well, you do that because I gotta get these two prepped. Barrett steps out of the diner and looks out in the distance as Rebecca and Kyle sprint down the dirt road, then at the barking dogs. 
You boys ready to run? Kyle, breathing hard, glances back at the building, only to see Barrett kneeling next to the dog cage. <sighs> oh, shit. Kyle looks up ahead at Rebecca, then at how much road is ahead of them. We're never going to make that. Kyle forces himself to run harder so that he can catch up to Rebecca. Rebecca! Rebecca, with sweat running down her face, glances back at Kyle. What? Kyle grabs Rebecca, stopping her in her tracks. What the fuck are you doing? Why are we stopping? Kyle points up at the building. That dude is gonna let those dogs loose on us. Rebecca looks back at the building, then at Barrett, and then at Kyle. Then why the fuck are we standing here and not running? Because there's no way in hell we're gonna outrun those dogs. We just gotta get to the road is all. Then what? Hope for a car to come driving up? Those dogs will be on us like stink on shit before we're even halfway there. Kyle gazes out into the desert and points at one of the large rock formations. Um, um, uh, uh, we gotta get to those rocks. If we get to a high ground, we can defend ourselves better. Kyle looks back at Barrett, then at Rebecca. Do what you want. <sighs> Kyle runs off the road and toward the rock formation, with Rebecca right behind him. Barrett, kneeling next to the cage, watches Rebecca and Kyle veer off the road and into the desert. Would you look at that? I actually think they can make the rocks. Barrett grabs the latch to the cage, and the snarling dogs brace for freedom. Go get them, boys. Barrett flips the latch, and the dogs spring from the cage and speed off after Rebecca and Kyle in a fevered frenzy. Kyle and Rebecca sprint across the open desert as the dogs rapidly close the distance. Kyle looks at Rebecca and back at the approaching dogs. Fuck this! Kyle shoves Rebecca, knocking her to the ground. Sorry, but one of us needed more time. Kyle all of a sudden gets tangled up in a string of old barbed wire and tumbles to the ground. Rebecca gets to her feet and looks down at Kyle as he struggles to get the barbed wire off. Please, help me! Rebecca looks at the rocks and then at the cloud of dust being kicked up by the dogs. Like you said, one of us needed more time. Rebecca runs to the rocks as Kyle desperately pulls on the barbed wire. Get this fucking shit off me! Kyle glances back, just as the dogs slam into him, clenching their teeth onto him. Kyle tries to defend himself, but one of the dogs is able to get its teeth around his throat, tearing it open. Arterial blood sprays the side of the rock. The other dog viciously tears away the flesh from his body. Rebecca scrambles to the top of the rock, when all of a sudden a piercing whistle rings out and the dogs pull away from Kyle's lifeless, mangled body. 
The dogs, with chunks of flesh hanging from their teeth, slowly take several steps back and lay down. Barrett, with his shotgun slung over his shoulder, walks up and examines Kyle's body. Fuck me. I'm gonna catch a rash of shit on this one. You done tore the shit out of him! Barrett, angry, looks over at the two dogs. You goddamn stupid son of bitches! What the hell's wrong with you? You got no fucking self-control! Barrett, using the tip of his boot, pushes around Kyle's torn-apart body. That shit's pretty much useless now. Barrett looks up at Rebecca. What's your deal? You plan on sitting up there all night? Rebecca just stares at Barrett. The way I'm looking at things right now is you got two options. Option one is you climbing down. Rebecca scans the area, then looks back at Barrett. And the second option? Barrett raises the shotgun up, aiming it at Rebecca. That option would be me blasting your sorry ass off that rock with some buckshot. Rebecca once again scans her surroundings, but can see nothing but open desert. She reaches into her pocket, pulling out a phone. <laughs> You're wasting your fucking time with that thing. There's no signal out here. Rebecca smacks the screen several times and is surprised when she suddenly gets service. Barrett stares at Rebecca as she dials 911. What the fuck are you doing? The phone rings, then is answered by a 911 operator. 911, what's your emergency? You've got to help us. They're killing us. We're at an old di- Rebecca is startled by a shotgun blast. The phone slips from her fingers, and it slides down the rock, landing at Barrett's feet. Can you hear me? Barrett smashes the phone with the butt of the shotgun. Like I said, no fucking service out here. Why are you doing this? Barrett looks up at Rebecca. I don't recall opening the floor up for any fucking questions. Barrett spins the shotgun around and aims it at Rebecca. Yes, you decided on the second option. Rebecca puts her hands up. Wait, just relax. I'm coming down. Barrett stares at Rebecca. Please don't hurt me. Get the fuck down! Rebecca grabs hold of the rock and carefully lowers herself down as the dogs jump at her, but Barrett knocks them away. Why you no good bleepin' asses back down? The dogs lay down as Barrett turns back to Rebecca as she stands against the rock. Barrett steps up to her and examines the tattoos that cover both of her arms. My chance of landing in the doghouse tonight would have been far less if the dogs would have gotten your ass. Barrett motions toward the diner with the barrel of the shotgun. Let's get going. Rebecca turns to walk, but Barrett stops her. You forgetting something? Rebecca stands in silence as Barrett looks down at Kyle, then back at Rebecca. I realize that little prick's a mangled mess. But there's still a chance Katrina can find something to use. Rebecca looks down at Kyle, then Barrett. You want me to pick him up? Yes, pick him up. Rebecca looks away disgusted, prompting Barrett to point the shotgun at her. Now, motherfucker! Okay, okay. Rebecca slowly kneels down next to Kyle's body. Jesus Christ, today already! Rebecca carefully slides her shaking hands under the remains and picks them up. 
Kyle's intestines spill out and coil around her shoes. Oh my god! <coughs> Rebecca drops the body and throws up as Barrett rolls his eyes. Is this gonna take all day or what? Rebecca clears vomit off her face with her sleeve, then bends back down and picks Kyle up, walking toward the building with Barrett and the dogs right behind her. Rebecca looks up at the blue sky. Please, God, help me. What the fuck are you saying? Do you really think some fictional character drummed up by a group of men desperate for control is going to swoop on down here and rescue you from my grasp? Rebecca continues walking as Barrett holds his hands up at the sky. What are you waiting for? Rain down your fire and brimstone upon me. Rid the world from my wicked ways. Barrett turns to Rebecca. I'm as close to God as you're gonna get. Barrett kicks Rebecca. Now move your ass. Katrina comes walking out of the back room, carrying a bloody butcher knife, just as Rebecca enters carrying Kyle. What the fuck is that mess? Barrett steps in as Katrina, angry, storms over, glaring at Kyle's body. Would somebody please explain to me what happened to him? Katrina looks at Rebecca, then at Barrett. Well? The damn dogs got themselves just a little too excited, is all. The dogs got a little too excited? Katrina slowly walks over to the door, gazing down at the two dogs. Then, without warning, slits both their throats. The dogs stagger around the porch before dropping to the floor. What the fuck? You killed my dogs, you bitch! Barrett steps toward Katrina, but she spins around, pointing the knife at him. Whatever fucking thought you may have right now in that giant fucking melon of yours, I suggest you stuff it back down and stay in your fucking lane. You didn't have to kill them. I swear to Christ, I think you have an axe wound between your legs, because you certainly piss and moan like a little cunt. Katrina points the knife down at the dead dogs. I actually did them a favour, because we leave next week and we wouldn't have been able to take the fuckers with us. Katrina looks back at Barrett. So I suggest you just suck it the fuck up. Katrina walks up to Barrett and slaps him across the face. Those fucking things destroyed perfectly good skin. Skin we could have used to put food on the table. Katrina points her finger at Kyle. That shit is just a mess. I can't possibly use any of that. Well, you got the one you've already been working on and now, but two soaking, plus this one right here. Barrett shoves Rebecca in the back with the shotgun as Katrina scrutinizes Rebecca's arms, then lifts her shirt, revealing more tattoos on her chest and back. This one is useless as well with all this skin art. Katrina shakes her head as Barrett smiles. She's not completely useless. Katrina looks at Barrett, then at the floor. Before you get to any of that shit, there is some shit in the back I need your help with first. Of course. Rebecca glances at Katrina. What is... Barrett, all of a sudden, sticks a needle into the back of Rebecca's neck, and before she can really do anything, she falls to the ground, unconscious. Allison, woozy, slowly opens her blurry eyes and finds herself naked, 
and laying in a bathtub full of white liquid. She goes to rub her eyes, but finds her hands are secured to modified brackets. A tearing sound erupts from the far side of the large room. Hello? What is going on? Where am I? Allison shakes her head in an effort to clear the fogginess from her blurry eyes, but her vision clears only just a little. The tearing continues as Allison peers across the room, focusing on a figure standing at the other end. Hello? Allison again shakes her head and is able to finally make out Katrina, standing with her back to her, wearing Rebecca's headphones and dancing in place. Allison looks around the room and notes that it is filled with several other bathtubs, then back at Katrina as she kicks the tub several times with her bare feet. Hello? Hello? Katrina stops dancing and slowly slides the headphones off and turns around, holding a bloody knife with a look of surprise. I'll be a son of a bitch. I figured you would be out for at least another couple of hours, giving me plenty of time to get her all skinned. Katrina steps to the side, revealing Jennifer's body on a hook, with half of her skin removed. I got a halfway at least. Allison stares in horror at Jennifer's body that has the top part of her skin pulled away from her and hanging down over her bottom half. Oh my god. Allison notices Rob's partially skinned body on the ground, with some of his skin stretched out on hooks on the wall, with fans blowing on it. And just a few feet away is Kyle's mangled body, laying right next to Rob's. Tears fill Allison's eyes as she screams and thrashes around in the tub, trying to break free. Katrina charges over, putting the tip of the knife up against Allison's temple. You want to act like a fucking idiot? Go ahead. But I would hate to drive this blade through your head and kill you now. You haven't soaked long enough. Allison stares at Katrina as she goes still and stops screaming. That's a good girl. Katrina, smiling, slowly pulls the knife away as Allison continues staring at her. I know things must look pretty fucked up and all and your shelf life is limited, but may I suggest you just enjoy this lovely bath I have drawn for you. Think of it as a day spa kind of thing. Allison takes several deep breaths. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Katrina looks at Allison, surprised. Same reason anybody does anything anymore. For money, of course. Money? You know, the shit that makes the world go around. I've got bills to pay just like everybody else. And let me tell you, I was struggling as a fucking painter. Katrina shakes her head and throws her hands up. People just don't appreciate a good landscape painting anymore. Doesn't float their boats. My brother and me were starving. Then one day, I just happened to find my way down a rabbit hole called the Dark Web. Katrina looks down at Allison. And let me tell you, what I found changed my life and my artistic style. I was truly fucking inspired. Allison stares at Katrina, confused. To do what? Katrina snaps her fingers. It'd be easier if I just showed you an example of my work. Allison watches as Katrina walks over to a counter, 
I've found myself a nice little niche. You might say I'm a darker type of Etsy. Katrina walks back over, carrying a purse made out of human skin, and holds it in front of Allison. I make art out of skin. American skin, to be exact. Allison stares at the purse. What the fuck? Allison looks over at Jennifer, then at Rob's body. You made that out of my friend's skin? <laughs> fuck no. There's a long process it has to be done before the skin can be used for anything. Katrina holds the purse up. The skin for this project was collected last summer. When I get back home, I'll hopefully start using your and your friend's skin to finish a backlog of projects. Why does it have to be American skin? Katrina looks at Allison in disbelief. Are you fucking with me right now? Katrina taps Allison's head. You Americans come across so entitled like you are God's gift to the planet. If you were to just step back and take a look at yourself, you would see you are nothing more than a shitty fucking sitcom. <laughs> it amazes me how fucked of a country this is. Katrina walks back over and puts the purse back. You people elected a fucking reality TV show host as your president. I mean, a reality TV show? The bottom of the barrel when it comes to talent and entertainment. We are talking the fucking Kardashians and shit. Don't even get me started on those dumb fucking twats. Katrina points at the ceiling. You have dipshits in your government that actually believe the Holocaust never happened and the Jewish folks have fucking space lasers. Katrina walks back over to Allison. The long and the short of it is, people hate Americans. And they will pay a pretty fee to have a piece of you. Believe me, I have dabbled in various skins, but you Americans always catch a fancy price. Katrina reaches down and runs her fingers across Allison's cheek, but she jerks her head away from the touch. Your skin is so tight and preserved. I've already got your skin earmarked for a high-priced client that loves the feel of skin against hers. She wants a sleeping mask. You're sick. Katrina leans back, insulted. <laughs> I'm an artist. What do you expect? Where's Rebecca? What have you done with her? Katrina holds her hands up. I haven't done anything with her. <laughs> However, I can't say the same about my brother. Rebecca, with her pants pulled down, is bent over and tied to a desk. Barrett sits across the room on a nasty, stained couch, wearing just underwear and drinking a beer. Barrett reaches down and rubs his crotch as he looks over at Rebecca. Looks like it's going to be your lucky day. You're getting me all hard again. Rebecca, in pain, slowly raises her head. Ugh. Please, no more. Barrett finishes the bottle of beer and tosses it onto the floor with a collection of other empty bottles. Suck it the fuck up, because this is just the beginning. <laughs> Barrett uses the arm of the couch to stand up, then wobbles before getting his balance. Guess I shouldn't have had that last beer. <laughs> Barrett laughs as he takes a couple steps toward Rebecca. 
then slips on one of the empty bottles and falls forward, slamming into the desk, causing it to collapse, sending Barrett and Rebecca to the floor with it as several bottles smash around them. One of Rebecca's hands slips free, allowing her to grab a piece of a broken bottle. Barrett looks up, just as Rebecca drives the piece of glass into his neck. <coughs> Barrett screams out in pain as he reaches up to his throat, trying to stop the blood. Rebecca quickly stabs him several more times in the face and throat. Die, you sick, twisted, backwoods motherfucker! Rebecca pulls her other hand free from the desk, then slowly stands up as she watches Barrett bleed to death. Barrett tries to speak, but only spits up blood before dying. Rebecca spits on Barrett. Rotten hell, you fuck! Rebecca reaches over and grabs her pants and puts them on, then limps over to a window and looks out toward the other building. Rebecca glances over and notices a cell phone sitting on the arm of the couch. Yes! Rebecca limps over and picks it up and finds it has a signal, then quickly dials 911. Come on, baby. The phone starts ringing. 911, what's your emergency? Oh my god, you've got to help us. They're killing us. Where are you located? At some diner in the middle of the fucking desert. You need to send help right away. Can you get yourself to a safe location? I don't know where to go. Rebecca waits for a response, but gets nothing. Hello? Rebecca looks at the phone and finds it dead. Ugh, of course. Rebecca throws the phone, then hears Allison screaming. Rebecca looks out the window again at the other building, as her friend's cries grow more desperate. I gotta help her. I need a weapon. Rebecca scans the room, noticing the shotgun leaning against the wall. That'll do the trick. Katrina tears the remaining skin free from Jennifer's body as Allison crashes around, screaming in the tub. Somebody! Somebody, help me! Help me! Katrina, angry, spins around, glaring at Allison. I was willing to let you sit there in silence and enjoy what little time you have left, but you fucked that up. I can't work with all your belly aching and shit. Allison looks at Katrina. Fuck you, bitch! Allison pulls on the restraints. Somebody help me, please! Katrina swings the knife around in the air. Who the fuck do you think will hear your way out here, you dumb little cunt? You'd be surprised. Katrina spins around to find Rebecca aiming the shotgun at her. Now step the fuck away from her. Katrina points the knife at Rebecca. Where the hell is my brother? That piece of shit is dead, just like you will be if you don't do what the fuck I say. Katrina takes a step toward Rebecca. All right, you little bitch. Pull the fucking trigger then. Show me how tough you really are. Rebecca motions the shotgun at her. I mean it. I will pull this fucking trigger and blast a hole through your fucking chest, bitch. I have a funny feeling you just won't be doing that. Katrina takes another step toward her. One more step and I'll show you. Katrina slaps her chest. Let's go ahead and test that out. Katrina takes another step 
and Rebecca pulls the trigger, but nothing happens. What the fuck? Katrina quickly grabs the barrel of the shotgun and jerks it out of Rebecca's hand, then spins it around and aims it at her. Need to take the safety off for it to work, dipshit. Katrina flips the safety off as Rebecca holds her hands up. Wait! Katrina squeezes the trigger and watches as Rebecca's head is blown apart and splatters against the wall. <laughs> you wouldn't think it, but apparently the bitch did have brains in there. Katrina looks back at Allison, smiling, then shows a look of concern when sirens blare from the distance. What the fuck is that? Katrina runs over to the window and peeks out the blinds. Fuck me with a fork, cocksuckers. Katrina looks back at Allison. Hmm, change of plans. You're going to be my ticket out of this place. A dozen police cars surround the building, with officers on either side of it, armed with rifles raised and aimed at the building. The sheriff, in his fifties, wearing jeans and button-up shirt along with a cowboy hat, walks out in front of one of the cars with a megaphone in his hands. We have the place surrounded. There's no chance of you getting away. Come out with your hands up. The sheriff lowers the megaphone as the screen door is kicked open, and Katrina, with a knife to Allison's throat, steps out. All the officers raise their guns at her as she forces Allison down the stairs. If you try anything, you will be responsible for this young girl's blood on your hands. I will not hesitate to slit this bitch's throat. Help me! Katrina pushes the knife harder against Allison's throat. Shut your fucking mouth! The sheriff looks around at all the officers with their guns raised, then back at Katrina. I'm sorry. Am I missing something? Where do you think you're gonna go exactly? Wherever the fuck I want. You are going to move your ass and let me get in that car and drive off. The sheriff just rolls his eyes as Katrina forces Allison off the last step. Let me ask you this. Is it an Australian thing? Or are you just fucking dumb? What did you say? Katrina and Allison step closer to the sheriff. I think you heard me. I'm not fucking around. That makes two of us. The sheriff raises his hand, then snaps his fingers, and before Katrina can react, a round from a rifle sails through her head. Allison stands in shock as Katrina's lifeless body falls to the ground behind her. Allison stands petrified as the sheriff sticks his hand out. I'm gonna need you to step away from the body now. It's all over. Allison, shaking, looks at the sheriff. Why us? Why did she have to do this to us? I wish I could give you an answer, but I just don't know any of that information yet. The sheriff looks back at some of the other officers. Somebody give me a fucking blanket. The sheriff turns back to Allison, who is slowly stepping toward him. That's right, miss. Just keep walking. Allison takes several more steps as a collection of officers make their way into the building. An officer hands the sheriff a blanket, which he quickly wraps around Allison. It's okay. It's all over. Allison stares at the sheriff, then starts crying. <laughs> Let's get you out of here. 
the sheriff walks over to one of the police vehicles and helps her get in the back seat, then closes the door as he turns to the other officer. Get her to the hospital right away. I'll be down there later. An officer comes walking out of the building, looking white as a ghost. <coughs> sheriff, you're going to want to see this. The sheriff looks up at the officer as Allison, crying, is driven off. What do we got? Something I've never seen before. The sheriff looks at the officer, perplexed, then makes his way up the steps and into the building. This concludes the twisted tale, American Skin. Please keep those ears open for future twisted tales wherever you get your podcasts.